Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. That house is smoking. Or vaping. I think it's more vaping. It's pulling down some cotton. <laughs> it's vaping house. Vaping house. It's it, Even the houses are doing it now. It's they a, are. an obnoxious habit, especially just, when a whole house just, is They just can't, can't get away from it, can you? No. Nah. Walking up and down the street, vaping it's, houses. It's rude. It's rude. Loitering, I would say he was as well. <laughs> just sat there. He hasn't on moved the corner. in weeks. <laughs> just vapes there on Sits the corner. there, blowing his smoke out. Uh, should we get those headphones out that we'd never get out before no, the start? I don't know where they are. Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McKenna. I'm Colin. Thanks, thanks for the thumbs up there. <laughs> it's, it's your constant support and approval that keeps me going on this show, Cal. And like, I was just very impressed. It's been, it's, been, it's been dwindling over the last couple of weeks. I've been, I've been, I've been having a hard time of it, but you're back and we're going to do it the normal way. Good, good with, plan. With good support and thumbs up throughout. Uh, it's great for radio as well, gestures. Maybe we need a screen. Yeah, but I, I, I can do all sorts of hand gestures and no one can see them. Yeah, but they hear me laugh at them. They so do hear you laugh. They go, oh, I wonder what happened there. I wonder what, what solid gold bit happened there. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're in an odd position where you're not quite up to date. No, yeah, exactly. Because uh, don't get great broadband in the sea. No, I mean, pretty much non-existent. Yeah. It's all that water. It absorbs it. Yeah, it's just, it just gets the broadband all wet. The bandwidth yeah. gets all wet. Exactly, and you just Tightens end up with up, flat band. It? Yeah, a big flat band. And that's not good. No good. Not good. Uh, so, uh, did a couple of episodes while you are away. One with uh, our resident marine biologist, uh, Nathan. Yep. And uh, one with uh, Matt from Merely Roleplayers. Uh, and uh, yeah, a few, few interesting things came up. The, the biggest take-home from the first episode uh, was... Uh, Ralph Phillips, who is a little boy who can uh, daydream stuff into existence. Oh, God, that's so boring. that's problematic. I'm hoping he doesn't crop up too much. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, otherwise that's going to rock the boat. And I don't, I don't want the boat rocked any more than is strictly necessary. No. Uh, and then um, in the episode I did with Matt, we uh, went a little bit into uh, Daffy's various personalities. Uh, right. And... Like how he comp- compartmentalizes those and uh, hypothesized that possibly, uh, for espionage reasons, he has stored different personalities that have different memories on like chips that he can put in a little slot in his neck. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. So, like, that's why, like, Duck Dodgers uh, is sort of is Daffy Duck. Yeah. But, but, but it's different. And uh, the Masked Avenger, same deal. It's just like he's got, got these different. I wonder if that could be exploited in the future when they come up with like advanced robotics and they can start just plopping those chips into and you can have an army of Daffy Duck's different personalities. I mean, if if my experiences of the Tooniverse thus far have uh, uh, like have given me any insight into that whatsoever, it's that they definitely will be exploited. Hmm, yeah, because that's how that's how these these cats roll. That's, that's, <laughs> like, that's worrying. Yeah, well, it is worrying. So there, there's a couple of worrying things there to yeah. uh, keep in mind. Okay, uh, I'll bear that. Luckily, mind. it doesn't uh, really look like it's going to uh, come up today because uh, we've got no Daffy, we've got no Ralph Phillips. No, well, that's um, good. What we do have is Happy New Year. Hey! 
start of 1954, and uh, we're kicking uh, straight into 1955 with no recognisable characters whatsoever. No, no, no. We've seen narrator before. Narrator's been in. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Jones. Sounds, Mrs. sounds Mi- like a riveting character. Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones. Yeah. Probably his wife. Ri- yeah. Riveting character yep. or riveting character adjacent. Yeah. Uh, the one that's intriguing me here, uh, Cat Mouse. Now, I've heard of Cat Dog. Cat Dog, yeah. He, yep. he was good. Yeah. I'm wondering if this is like a, um, like a build-up to that. <laughs> cat mouse. They try cat mouse out. The yeah. size discrepancy is just, it just chased its own face. Basically, just a cat with a mouse for a tail. It's yeah. not really yeah. chased its really own great. face for a while. Yeah, in a sort of robberous <laughs> situation. Yeah. Uh, but uh, let's find out. We're watching. Uh, oh God, I don't know how to say that. Pizzicato Pussycat. Is that right? Yes. Pizzicato Pussycat. Mm. That sounds about right. I don't speak Italian, as <laughs> evidenced by that. <laughs> It's those ugly deformed Jetsons again. Yeah, I, we've definitely seen these guys before, and they freak me out. Because they had names before. Now they're just Mr. Jones, Mrs. Jones. Yeah. I can't remember if we've seen them both. I can't remember if they were the couple before, but I've definitely seen her before because were he's got they her not fucking... the ones with the bouncy baby, the giant baby? Uh, should I have a brief look? I think we should actually. John and Ethel. John and Ethel John. So they're the ones that had the giant, giant baby, baby in by the- accident. But yeah. the giant baby got taken away, and I'm sure they got a normal baby delivered to them. I believe that's the case, but yeah. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they got a mouse delivered to them. Yeah, did we... S- I know, because we saw the baby. Oh, we did. Unless it was a three-way swap, and we were led to believe Where's it was that a two-way Because ba- that baby didn't show up in this at all. No. But, but that didn't look like it was the same world, either. But maybe after the giant baby incident, the... The regular baby just was delivered to them, and he and went. went uh, no, 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 we're not yeah, going through. We've this done. Again. We've done this because before. that's how this one sort of ends as well. It's like, nope, we're not doing that again. That is very true. They have also definitely moved. Yes, they've definitely moved. They're not like the animation was very, very different. Well, totally this different didn't world. feel like it was set in the universe we know. No, like it didn't really feel like it was like Hanna Barbera ish either. But the the uh, like the style was very strange in their house was clearly in a completely blank white purgatory of a place. Yeah, and this, the whole background of their house was pretty odd as well. Like, you know, they didn't have, like, like the paintings on the wall. Everything was just line drawn in, and then, like, a block colour. It was a bit like Witch Hazel's house. Yeah, but not as cool. Not as cool. No like, way. Witch like, Hazel was having some fun with it. Yeah, like, they got the wrong decorators in. Yeah, they got the, someone's tried to mimic this new yeah. exciting style. And, 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 and has a name very similar to that guy's style, but not. Yeah. So John and Ethel, uh, uh, you know, sat about, and Ethel says she keeps well her piano music uh, keeps disappearing from the yeah. piano, and uh, also she sometimes hears the piano being yeah. played. Uh, it turns out it's this little mouse who lives in there skirting, yeah, and he's nicking the music, but he's a good pianist. He's got a little mouse-sized piano, and he's doing it. Um, the cat discovers this, yeah, hides the mouse in the piano. And pretends to play the piano. Yeah. And John and Ethel try and make some moolah out of this by reporting it to the press. Uh, the cat is outed as not a very good pianist. Uh, yeah, because he, he, bre- he, bre- he breaks the glasses of the mouse. Because, yeah, he, his signal to the mouse was having the hammer. We press a key and the hammer would tap the mouse and the mouse knows it's time to start playing. Yeah. Uh, but 
at one point the mouse turns around and gets a Shatters hammer to the face. Glasses. So, uh, yeah, the cat's outed. The the show falls apart. Yep. All goes wrong. So the, the cat starts chasing the mouse about. Get back back to plan A. Yep. Eat mouse. Uh, but in that, it turns out that the cat is quite a good drummer. Yeah, he did seem a, a, like. But why there was a, a drum and a guitar just kind of sat in a corner? Like they I'm just keep they jo- just like ke- John and Ethel. No, but maybe they're music teachers or something like that. Well, I don't know because uh, I also think have they gone home by the point he was chasing the mouse? Yeah, or did he chase him around the concert hall? No, no, no. They they, they were in the house. Oh, okay. Because I thought it might be because like <laughs> uh, it's clearly shown that uh, whoever else was playing their show was cancelled because yeah, of this yeah, miracle yeah. cat. <laughs> like it, like I mean, it's t- tough enough to make it as a musician. Yeah, but your but show you being cancelled because a miracle cat turned yeah, it's up. Like, so there's a really good cat. Uh, we're cancelling your show and bringing that on. <laughs> yeah, well, bringing right. that on. Uh, and yeah, I thought it might just be that because of that sort of format, they keep the stage set up for all possible instrumentation right yeah no just no, in that, case that, a miracle that, walrus turns that up was who can ba- play the cello that was back at john and ethel's house uh, their weird house well i mean you know she's clearly a musician i don't think john's a musician no he i'm not really bit- sure what i mean john in the last job in the last one did have a job because the baby pushed him to the office yeah but it does seem car. like that very sort of 50s i'm going to go to do my normal good American job now. Yeah, I'm yeah, put on my yeah, hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I will go. Yeah. Let, uh, let's get in the car and go to job. To, to, to blank job. Yeah. So I think John pretty much has blank job. Yeah. At I the think business Ethel, Ethel might be a, a music teacher. Yeah, I, it, it, it seems like because because it's her piano music that goes missing. So it's yeah. obviously her piano. But the interesting thing I found was that the fact that the cat was discovered to be a fraud, but it wasn't because they found the mouse. It was just because he wasn't it, it, as good as piano. Yeah, it's it. like that's not a fraud. <laughs> like that's just somebody who's maybe not as good as they proclaim to be. Yeah, that's someone with with a good agent. Yeah, miracle cat sold. Yeah, that, that'll do. Because if it was if they discovered the mouse, they would have just went, okay, well let's get rid of the cat and put the mouse on the chain, get the mouse to play. You see, the thing I found interesting, and the thing I think that cements it as uh, either not quite in the universe we know, or at least somewhere sort of out of the way in the universe, is that. Why would it not be accepted that a cat could play the piano? They know there's yeah. these sentient animals around. And we know this cat is essentially living as a house cat. Yeah. But that's the case with quite a lot of sentient animals. Yeah. The mouse is definitely like the super sentient level because he's yeah. got glasses and a piano. Yeah, exactly. Whereas that, the cat that... doesn't have anything like that. The cat has a bow. Like, it's like... Yeah. So I, I think can kind of see why... It. I can kind of see why it would be surprising that a non-super sentient cat could play the piano. Yeah. But... I don't really understand what visually distinguishes a super sentient cat from a non-super sentient cat. Yeah. Uh, other than just dressing and acting like a house cat. And they must have got wise to that by now. Yes. Because yeah, otherwise yeah. there'd have been miracle cats left, right and centre. Yeah, of course there would have been. Like, you'd have just been like, well, I'm sorry, but you're, you're actually just sentient now, aren't you? So part of me thinks that the cat isn't a super sentient cat. Because we've seen it before where animals can communicate with one another. Yeah. And he does have a peanut brain. He does have a peanut brain. Genuine we've seen that peanut on, on, for a brain. on the x-ray. Maybe, maybe it's a super sentient peanut p- piloting <laughs> a cat. Well, I mean, we've only like seen one body. other... We've only seen one other sentient nut, Coco Nut. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, you've got like Mr. Peanut. 
Yeah. He's a peanut, isn't he? He is, He's yeah. He's got a top he, hat he, and a monocle. Yeah, exactly, and a cane. So maybe that was actually not a cat at all. <laughs> it's, a cat, it's a cat robot piloted uh, by a super yes, sentient peanut. Yes, that's because we saw the peanut. <laughs> we saw the peanut. We saw the peanut. We didn't. What we didn't see was a brain. Because they didn't. Because X-rays famously can't penetrate the shell. A double layer of a, of a sort of monkey yeah, nut situation. Exactly. So I'm thinking that was actually a peanut piloting a cat body. <laughs> I mean, I'll allow it. I'm hope. I, I mean, I'm really hoping it's not going to come up again because I'm just saying. They're gonna, they're gonna X-ray. I can already tell. I can already tell. In like three episodes time, they're gonna X-ray someone else's head, <laughs> like and there's bugs. gonna be a peanut in there. <laughs> and, and it turns out that the entire tune is actually just peanuts. It's like, Everybody. That's, that's my worry with this theory is that they're gonna do, use that gag again, and suddenly it's like, well, that's it. Peanuts piloting robots. <laughs> it is. I'll, 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 I'll leave I don't that know, open man. for like, that potential it's eventuality. Just, it's just, you know, they x-rayed his head and there wasn't a brain there. There was a peanut. There was a peanut? Yeah. Yeah. I, d- I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't know know what want to tell to you, pal. I don't want to tell you. I just I, I just calls it how I sees it. It is what it is, isn't it? A peanut. It's much scientist. like catchphrase. <laughs> say what you see. Say what you see. What's Mr. Chips doing there? Who knows? Just pointing a peanut. There's a peanut there. <laughs> Shall we move on? <laughs> I think we should. Okay, so... Uh, Reasonably recently, we uh, finally got Egghead Jr., who we're hoping is our sort of investigative counterpart in yep. the Tooniverse, because he's he's a he's a little brainiac. Yeah, so uh, we're hoping that's going to uh, come to fruition pretty soon, and this might be it. It's a Foghorn Leghorn Egghead Jr. and Miss Prissy number. Well, what is interesting though is this little bit at the end here. This little note: it's the final cartoon to use the orange rings with a blue background. Now, did Orange Rings with the Blue Background... They, they didn't let us talk, did they? They didn't let us talk. So we might be seeing... More a, more communication. More communication between us and the Tooniverse. Mm. Uh, it depends what colour they uh, they switch to, really. I'll say it properly this time. Go on, it's then. a four-corn leghorn, Egghead Jr., Miss Prissy number from January 15th, 1955, called Feather Dusted. Ooh. Pretty much exactly the same format as the previous Egghead episode. Yes. Which, you know, led me to one conclusion, and then I think we both looped around into almost the opposite conclusion to draw from this. Yeah, I mean, because I think the first conclusion that we came to was just because we were stuck in it for so long. Yeah. We assumed that he was going to be stuck in that exact same situation. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, we, we thought he's back in a time loop. And yeah. why did this keep happening to the man? Yeah, I mean, I'm glad he's not. Yeah, I, I, I because I, I don't th- want to keep reverting to that. Just, just because Falcorn seems to land himself in the same shit all the time. Yeah, but the, the interesting thing here was uh, that that sort of set this all in motion was in this one. He refers to Prissy as Widow Hen, <laughs> and she's not keen on that. She's because pretty they got married. Like, yeah, that that happened. Yeah, and uh, you know, Egghead Junior. I, I don't think is his kid. But I don't think it's her kid either, though. Yeah, I mean, there's a like there, there, there are a lot of factors. Prissy couldn't really lay eggs for a yeah. long time. Like I don't know, there's there's a lot of factors, but I don't think it's really either of their kid. But no. Prissy's definitely raising the kid. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Foghorn refers to her as Widow Hen, and she she's not happy about that. She's her hard, yeah. calls him a loafer, a no good loafer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, throughout the episode, 
again, like like the last one, Falcon just wants to to play games with Egghead Jr. Yeah. And Egghead Jr. wants to study. Study, obviously, um, yeah. He's got lofty goals. He's got a college. And it was very similar to the previous one. So we're suddenly thinking, well, actually, what if it's not that he's in a time loop again? What if he just thinks he is in a time loop? Yeah, and so his stuff nothing has, consequences. has consequences. He doesn't think he's married to Prissy. No. But he is. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why she's getting increasingly irate with him ignoring, A, his responsibilities, and B, the fact that they're married. Well, they, I, I think he, he must have kind of super healing powers. But what I'm thinking is whether or not he's got a sort of problem like Wolverine had, you know, when he got shot in the head and lost his memory. Yeah. Do you think it, he loses his memory over the previous day every single time? So it's like... It's not just that he thinks he's in a time loop, but maybe he just doesn't remember anything, and he super heals, so all the damage done to him... Because he does get a lot of damage done to him these yeah, days. Yeah, but he always, he always wakes up in the morning perfectly fine. But previously he but could maybe, remember. Yeah, that's true. But then he wasn't taking as much punishment. He normally... He normally... Dealt out came, the punishment to the dog. Came up on top when he was dealing with Barnyard Dog. Yeah. Uh, but not so much now he's dealing with Egghead Jr., because yeah. Egghead Jr. is going to just win better. every time. Yeah, it's just better that he maths it out. Yeah. So yeah, I'm wondering whether or not Foghorn's losing his memory of just each too many blows to the head. Yeah, and that's that's why he wakes up thinking it's the same day again. It's not. It's not that he just thinks he's stuck in a time loop. It's that he he technically is in a time loop because he just can't remember the last day, and he heals immediately. It's possible. I mean, I don't. I don't want to give him too much benefit of the doubt because I can also quite happily. Oh yeah, it's possible. Just an asshole. He just, just doesn't. No, I, I think he. I don't know. I think he thinks. Uh, I, I ha- happily accept that he thinks he's just like his actions are consequence free. Yeah. Um. I think we'll probably need more to work that. out. I think out, so. Yeah. But, but he just seems quite happy to live the same day. But, and just doesn't give a shit. But I do like after so long of Falcon and Henry Hawk being stuck in a time loop that now. He's not stuck in a time loop. And he just assumes he is all uh, the time. He, he's rolling with it and he's increasingly pissing people off. Yeah. So I'm, I'm quite pleased with that as a notion. Yeah. It's just whether it's that he forgets or whether... It's a conscious just, decision. It's a conscious decision just to rock on. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so that's, that's really the conclusion we got from, from this episode. I mean, there's not much more to Prissy or much more to Egghead Jr. No. Yet. They're like, you know, because it, because it was such a similar format yeah it was pretty much like egghead jr just doesn't want to kind of he just wants to sit and read whereas falcon just wants to get the lad out and about doing stuff i did enjoy that the sort of like manly boisterous uh game he wanted to play was croquet (laughs) yeah that was his first port of call all the rest of them after that were like you know classic sort of like games you would play yeah we're gonna we're gonna do cowboys and engines we're gonna gonna be pirates but croquet I've, i've never played croquet no, I can't say that. Like, I've, there's definitely, I've definitely been places where there's been a croquet set knocking around, and you've sort of fucked around with it. But yeah. I don't know how the game of croquet works. No, like, and from that, I could see a bit more of a format to it than I'm used to. But but it's definitely not the sort of like the game that I would expect. Like, like his boys notion- will be boys, boys to be played. Yeah, because his notion is that Egghead Junior is being made to study, and he'd rather be out playing yeah. these boisterous games and you can't imagine like someone staring wistfully out the window while croquet with the other kids yeah but then i don't know different time different time isn't it very possibly yeah but then then the rest of the games were about right though 
about the sort of that, that was the yeah, sort of level I would the make, expect. more make believe sort of ones yeah. were, were right like the, the pirates the cowboys and you know all that sort of stuff but and the, again, back, the, the, the robber one was quite funny yeah, the fact that, that he like robbed, robbed a bank. Yeah, but he made up just, a bank yeah. out of a shed, but yeah. he just crossed tools out on the door and <laughs> drawn a, a window on in paint yeah. and written bank, yeah. and that was enough for the police. Yeah, the, the, the police, and he escaped. So I, I, he's yeah, on the land now. I forgot about that. Yeah. And he won't think he is. No, of course he won't. <laughs> so well, the cops well, are after he, him. Yeah, he either will forget or won't think he's on the run. He'll think that's that's reset. Yeah. So that, that's you know something to look out for. Yeah. So yeah, I hadn't really thought that. That's another thing we do have to keep in mind. Foghorn on the Leghorn. Either way, he he is a, he is a, a fugitive. Yeah, he's a wanted. He's, he's a wanted chicken. He's wanted. He's a wanted <laughs> rooster. Uh, are we going to bug LeBron? I think this I, week we I, haven't bugged him in a while. We haven't actually because I didn't bug him with Matt. I didn't bug him with Nathan. We didn't bug him for a couple of weeks before that. Should we? Should we check in with him? Let's see check what, in see what he's him. up to. It's been nice. Okay. Hold up, I ain't trying to stunt, man. But the Yeezys jumped over the jump, man. Went from most hated to the champion God flow. I guess that's a feeling only me and LeBron know. I'm living three dreams. Right, we haven't touched base with uh, LeBron for quite a while. Uh, we should probably just give him a wave and, you know, re-establish some sort of connection. Maybe just a, maybe just a gif. Just one gif, just just a classic gif. He's mainly he's been he's been up to stuff, mostly surrounding uh, their sort of uh, foundation. Um, he's got a children's book coming out. Yes, we'll do something with that in the future. But I think right now, just we should definitely try and get that book when it comes out. Yeah. Also, I saw a, a we saw a little basketball net with LeBron's face on it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that that we should like... we should own that item. Uh, just, so just for practice. Do some eBaying in a bit. Yeah, just for practice. Just really. for practice, because otherwise, how are we going to dominate? Because very like, true. realistically, uh, you know, he's going to want to keep us pretty close to hand during the basketball alien situation. I thought and so. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, even if we're quite deep on the bench. I'm like, pretty tall, though. You're quite tall, so that's got to I'm, I, I'm, I'm you're get tall, tagged you're, in. You're famously taller than rabbits, yep. ducks, pigs, pigs. Uh, cats, mice, mice. You're uh, uh, tiny, tiny birds. Yep, with massive and heads. Most big birds. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm taller than Big Bird though. You're not taller than Big Bird. I can tell you that for nothing. Because he's pretty tall. He's really tall. Um, and and a bird. You know, I imagine. I, I don't know how big's an ostrich. Right? Don't, are you taller than an ostrich? <laughs> we should do a thing. What's Carl taller than? <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's no ostrich on it. Oh no, but that. Like there, there have been two ostrich. I think there is an ostrich that knocks around the universe. I don't know if it's name a named ostrich, but you know, let's at some point let's work out in high order the the toon squad. This is what we could ask LeBron. Hi, LeBron. Um, do you think I am taller than an ostrich? <laughs> Hi, LeBron. Are you taller than an ostrich? Am I taller yeah. than an ostrich? Do you think I am taller than an ostrich? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's roll with that. Okay. Okay. Here's what I put together. See what you think. Hey LeBron, long time no see. We were just wondering if you knew how tall an ostrich was. <laughs> Are you taller than an ostrich? What about Big Bird? Cal doesn't reckon he's as tall as Big Bird. Big Bird is very tall. <laughs> what I like about that is... Are you taller than an ostrich? What about Big Bird? It's like <laughs> is Big, it's, Bird, is is it Big Bird, Bird taller than an ostrich, <laughs> or is it are you taller? Yeah, than exactly. Bird? Like well, it's, I, it's two questions. I, I, yeah, I want I want it to be is he taller than Big Bird? Yeah, but I'll, I'll but, happily accept an answer either way. Yeah. Hashtag help us help LeBron, obviously. Oh, oh, yeah, obviously. I think I think that's. A, I, I think it's even... a nice way to to, to re-enter 
uh, you know, Bronze sphere of yeah. influence. And what what I like is the long time no see because it has been quite a long time since we've seen them. It has, yeah. Like you know, since before Christmas, I think yeah. it was the last time we we met up and. Yeah, we've, you know. we've, we've we've given it a bit of a break. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so like this is us reconvening in the in the new year. Yeah. Should we get that good Michael Jordan gif in there and then call it good? Oh, I think we should. All right, here we are. Press gif. Primo, it's right there. <laughs> they like know, they know what we want. It's right at the forefront now. Yeah. They're like, well, obviously you want that. All right, tweet that out. All right. Get it done. Tweet. Dumbass. Good, good, efficient. You know, ultimately fruitless tweet yeah but i think i think that'll catch his eye and you'll go oh these guys are a laugh these guys guys are a bit of <laughs> bit of fun aren't they like they? a jape <laughs> like jape they'd, they'd like an ostrich uh let's watch some cartoons all right hold up i ain't trying to stunt man but the yeezys jumped over the jump man went from most hated to the champion god flow i guess that's a feeling only me and lebron know i'm living three dreams so uh before he went away uh, we thought that uh, Daffy's sort of tenure training Elmer up yeah. had sort of reached reached its peak. Yeah. And we thought uh, the only person who can take him further is Bugs. Um, now, this is an Elmer number. It is. And there are, you know, some, you know, some people we, we sort of, you know, forgot about who might be able to help him out in certain ways. It will be very interesting to see how this level of training takes him. Because... I mean, Elmer's got a temper issue. We know that. And do yep. you know who I've never seen get angry? This delightful gay couple, the Goofy Gophers. I love these guys. Uh, I love them. They that, make me so happy they, every they, single time. They will be perfect for ironing out some of the wrinkles in Elmer's personality. Yeah, before he goes on to, to the Bugs level, you know, which I imagine or, is more like Jedi training. Or they will wind him up so much he's going to break. Let's find out. All right. In Pests for Guests, an Elmer Fudd and Goofy Gophers number from January 29th, 1955. That was not the step up in training I had hoped for. No, but it was kind of what I expected. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that counts for something. No, it... I didn't think it was going to be them getting along. No, but that, like because that's not Elmer's style. Elmer doesn't get on with people. But I did expect it to be a little more like they were trying to be helpful to him, and it wasn't working out. Whereas actually, they were very much out for themselves in this one. They're very polite about it. Yeah, as but, ever. but it is it is getting close to their hibernation time, so they are they are kind of like looking after number yeah, one. Yeah, they do here, need to they do need nuts. to do stuff. Yeah, but, you know, they got, got stuff on. So uh, it's the two goofy gophers. Uh, one of them has found the perfect place to store their nuts, and it's this this old uh, chest of drawers. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, when uh, he's showing it to the other one, uh, and they're all agreeing how perfect it is, uh, Elmer comes and buys the chest of drawers, and they wind up in his house. Yeah. Uh, that this doesn't bother too, them too this much. This doesn't bother them at all. There's like, a perfect tree outside. Perfect tree outside, and uh, so they re-divert the drain pipe in, in through the window, yep. and then just shake the tree a lot and fill up the chest of drawers. Yeah. Uh, and then they have to find somewhere for the surplus, and that's when the problems start. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the thing is, is like Elmer isn't happy about the noise that all these um, acorns dropping onto his roof and rattling down his drain pipe is creating. So He, he doesn't goes, do much to investigate that, though. Well, he, he went upstairs, opened the door, and then tripped over, well, slipped on all the acorns, and then that really annoyed him. Yeah, but the chest of drawers was 
beyond full by the time yes. he went, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pop upstairs and see what that is. Yeah. So I think he's come a little way because he's normally got quite short-tempered. Yeah, I mean, he must have been he must have been listening to that for quite a while. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, he takes a tumble down the stairs. Yeah. It doesn't go too well for him. Uh, when he comes back up, he sees the gophers uh, and uh, decides he's going to deal with this in the only way he knows how. Uh, and he goes to find his repeating rifle, which is definitely a double-barreled shotgun that well, he keeps in the chest of drawers. See, what I think is, he, because he said, I'm going to get my repeating rifle, I think he keeps that and his shotgun in the bottom drawer. And he just, and he, and he just fished in, grabbed the first gun available, and it just happened to not be his repeating rifle. Uh, but, yeah, the, unfortunately, you know, that fires uh, acorns, and yep. so the Goofy Gophers just think he's <laughs> fine with them, and they thank him and say they're going to do something nice for him later. Yeah. Um, As to what they do, I don't know. No, they, they, they didn't really see much of them after that. No. It was mostly just him you know, running around. About. But, yeah, it, I, I, like you say, I don't think, I don't think that's going to have helped him get over his anger issues. It was a, it was a good idea to introduce him to the Goofy Gophers because, yeah. you know, there was a chance it would go the nice way because they're delightful. But I think at that, at that stage of the year... I do, I think they do all of their nice stuff for people at the sort of like beginning after they, after after they've kind of you know and got through the winter and they know they're okay and then they they have like a like a couple of weeks of having to do all the selfish stuff and they just quickly yeah. just get that done yeah and they're just like right let's let let's get all these nuts yeah, stored so, so it's we've time to look after us for a bit yeah and you know come the spring we'll we'll turn up again and start being lovely to people so I mean I'm hoping that they they hang around long enough to see them in the spring yeah i'm hoping we see some elmer and gophers together again but realistically i don't think this has taken us really anywhere no i don't think so it's like, a shame to to you know to to end on such a note but i just don't think it's been elmer very does helpful. wear a hat inside all the time he does now, wear a hat inside all the time um he's never been one for convention elmer no but like i don't know i guess he's on his own in the house and like he's just like yeah, so it doesn't really matter. It's not like it's he's not like in the chair reading with a hat on. But he's definitely done this before. But he used to wear a much smaller hat. He used to be like That's perched true. on top of his head more like a fascinator. Yeah. And like now now it's a, 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 a hat the hat. size of his giant head. Yeah. Um but yeah, he's 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 got a look. He's rolling with it. Uh, he's he seems to be doing okay money wise as well. He's got a house again. He's got a house rather than living in the penthouse. Yeah, but that that was that was pretty fancy, mm. like back then as well. But yeah, I don't know. He he always seems to be okay for cash these he days. Does, he? But I don't know what he's up to because he hasn't had anything resembling a job pretty much since he was Egghead. Yeah, I don't know. Like what? Egghead was always trying to get a job, um, I see, and then he became a benefit fraudster. Yeah, and I'm think I'm thinking he. Um, because I've floated this idea before. I'm thinking he now runs a company that runs experiences. Oh, maybe. That's 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 where I think he's now getting his money from. He took it over. He started working for the experience company yeah, and, and he's and, worked his way up. And now, and now he's kind of, you know, he's a man of leisure because he's got people doing all his job for him. Yeah, I mean, that would also allow him to continue having experiences, uh, you know, for free. Yeah. But also really tighten up the... Uh, the, the loopholes he was using yeah uh beforehand because he knows them all because he knows them all and he goes right sort this out make this a profitable enterprise so that's what i think elmer's now doing as a job so do you think he ran that company into the ground by exploiting it and helping loads of people exploit it so he could work his way up from the bottom and then i don't know if it was that intentional 
I think but he just noticed it was happening. Yeah, and it was it, like this company's going to shut down. It's like, oh, I'll, like I'll tell you what, I'll, buy, I'll, buy, I'll buy it and turn it around. Yeah, shares were real cheap because he's basically bankrupted them. Yeah, and then he's bought in, and then he basically he basically just bought ownership of the company. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm good with that. That that gives us why he's why he lives a life of leisure the whole time. Yeah, because you know he sorted that out. And he's just able to live in all these different experience houses. Well, it was good for us to be product. able to turn nothing around into, into something. Into something. <laughs> there we go. That's a tick, mate. That's a tick. Well done. Well done, well, us. Great, great job, <laughs> everybody. Uh, so that's about uh, all we've got time for this week, as ever. Uh, thank you for listening. It's nice to know we're not alone on this uh, ill-advised adventure we've set out upon. Um if you like the show, please, please leave us a review uh, on Podchaser or wherever you uh, listen to the show. Yeah. Uh, it really, really does help out our visibility. Um, as ever, we're going to leave you with a song. Uh, it's 1955 now. We're it getting is. into sort of, you know, the, 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 the zeitgeist is changing. Uh, and uh, given uh, Foghorn's <laughs> yeah. run-in with the law... And potential continuing running with <laughs> the Yeah, not that he knows that. No. Uh, Folsom Prison Blues was a 1955 song. and uh, Perfect. So it's perfect. Let's roll with that. So here's some Johnny Cash, uh, and we'll catch you next week. Bye! I hear the train a-coming It's rolling around the bend And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison And time keeps dragging on But that train keeps rolling On down to San Anton When I was just a baby My mama told me, son Always be a good boy Don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno Just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry. There's rich folks eating in a fancy dining car They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars Well, I know I had it coming I know I can't be free But those people keep them moving And that's what tortures me That railroad train was mine I bet I'd move it on A little farther down the line Far from Folsom Prison That's where I want to stay 
And I'd let that lonesome whistle blow my blues away. 